This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lynn Group in Ventura, California, very conveniently located off of Victoria, right next to the government center. This week, we have a very important topic. We're going to discuss creating a retirement income plan. As always, with me is my good friend and host, uh, co-host there, Tony Shore. Tony, thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? Oh, Michael, I thought you'd never ask. I am so good. <laughs> if I was any better, my name would be Michael Mansfield. That's what I always like to say. But I'm doing great today. Thanks for having me on your show. Once again, I love doing this each week. Uh, we always have a lot of fun, but we do cover some serious topics and hopefully help the listeners out there. I know you always bring a, a lot of great information each show. Uh, I'm doing great, though. How are you doing, Michael? I know you've been pretty busy, haven't you? Yeah, we've been awfully busy, finally feeling settled into our new office, so that's a nice change. Now I can refocus on uh, work and creating all these wonderful retirement plans for everybody and certainly having my family time. Last Friday, we had a jogathon for my daughter up at Poinsettia Elementary School, so they, they picked the hottest day of the year, I think, <laughs> to put all the little kids out in the sun running in a circle, but, that's but awesome. it worked out well. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's the way it works. Yeah, I've been spending a lot of time with the family. I have three kids as well. And it's just, uh, they keep you running, don't they? Well, and it's important. I mean, you don't want to lose sight of, of why we do what we do is we want to help clients and help people be successful, but we also do this for our families. You know, there's an adage that I heard once that said, you, um, you don't live to work, you work to live. Yeah. And, exactly. and we have to keep that balance in mind. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's a good one. Words to live by right there. Yeah, it is. You, you have to have Keep your sights set on what's important and uh, why why we go to work each day and do what we do. I think that's great. Now, um, I'm really looking forward to today's topic. You said we're talking about creating an income retirement plan. Uh, I know this is something that we can all benefit from. Uh, what do you mean, though, when you say retirement income plan? What are we talking about there? Well, you know, I, I think what made it clear over the weekend, I was uh, I was on the CNBC website reading some of their articles, and they had a, a great one under age-based investing, and it was titled, Financial Planning is Beyond Investments. And I thought that that made a whole lot of sense from some of the conversations you and I have had in the past about financial planning. One of those big confusions seems to be that financial planning is really buying an investment. When really an investment is, or picking an investment is the easiest part of financial planning. The hardest part is picking why we're picking those investments. We have to develop a big picture of what's happening with our income sources to help justify why we're investing our money. But unfortunately, you know, people go meet 
quote-unquote financial planners and in the first or second meeting are simply being told about the the latest greatest investment that they should purchase and somehow that gets construed as being their financial or retirement plan so when we talk about creating a retirement income plan we sometimes it's frustrating to people but we really have to start with the basics one of the most basic things if you have not retired yet is doing we don't like to call them budgets but we call them expense worksheets we have to map out our expenses and let's be fair create a bit of a budget where is our money going how do we spend our money therefore how much do we need to be comfortable you know if you make if you spend twenty five hundred dollars a month on your mortgage and your house expenses hey that creates a big cornerstone of income that we need as we map out retirement but if we plan on having our house paid off in the next five years the year we retire we know that that's not going to be something that we have to expense for. So we need to create a budget, an expense worksheet now, so we know how much money we need currently. And we also need to do some projections of saying what will happen when we retire, if that's next year and five years and 10 years today, whenever that moment comes, how will our expenses change? One of the big expenses that people don't always consider, I've noticed, is the idea of Medicare. Hey, by the time you get to Medicare and you get your part A, part B, your supplement, your drug plan, all these fun things, you know, a husband and wife could be spending six or $700 a month on that. And if you've been working for an employer that's been paying for your health insurance your whole life, you might not remember that you need to expense for that because that's a whole lot of money. So step one with any retirement income plan starts with mapping out what our expenses are now and what they're projected to be. Otherwise, how are we know if we're going to make it in retirement or not? Well, exactly. And I think a, a big point to take away that you mentioned there, and I wanted to go back to it, uh, that those are all great points. But one thing you, you said there stood out to me, Michael, and that's the fact that um, buying a product or meeting with a financial professional and doing something with your money isn't creating a retirement income right. plan. And, right. and so like, and I think an example would be, correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're talking about is investing your money in the stock market or a mutual fund or buying a particular uh, investment vehicle or product, those aren't financial retirement income plans. Correct. Yeah, that's and not, some people just do those things and they think, hey, I'm covered. You know, my retirement's covered. I've got a plan. Uh, I'm going to have my money in X or Y. And that's not that's not a plan, is it? No. And yet, think of the analogy. If, if, if you were a designer of cars, do you design the car of what you want the car to look like, or do you start by designing the wheel? The problem is most people start shaping out the big picture of what they're looking for, and then the details like the headlights and the wheels and those types of things all take natural shape. If somebody wants to sell you a product, they want to put 90% of your money in the stock market without justifying how it fits into the big picture, that's like throwing monster truck tires on your smart car. It doesn't make sense because it wasn't planned out correctly. Conversely, you know, if you do the opposite thing and you put smart car tires on your monster truck, you have the same challenge happening. So you can never start by just allowing someone to sell you an investment and then back in how you're gonna make the investment work. You have to design the big picture. You need the roadmap. That way you can drill down on the details of what types of investments and products you need. So I, I think that's really important. I think you make a great point there. 
And you also uh, alluded to and talked about uh, what our listeners out there need to do uh, to begin creating their retirement income plan. And that's really identifying their income needs. And that's why you talked about sitting down, filling out a worksheet and figuring out what your needs will be, whether you'll have a house note or not. And uh, how much is healthcare going to run you? Is that that's the point you were trying to make there, right? That we need to figure out how much we're going to need each month in retirement. And that's the first step. Well, it's impossible to create a retirement income plan and say, hey, I need $100,000 of income in retirement if we really need 120000 We need to figure out what your expenses are so that we can start shaping up the whole thing. And so really the, the first step for anybody is to call me. If you call our office, 805-500-7035, we have all these wonderful looking little expense worksheets and projects so that we can start organizing your expenses as the first level of figuring all of this stuff out. So just call me. We've got all this stuff organized for you. All you got to do is put in the, the time of filling it out. All right. Well, this seems like a, a great time to take a, a quick break. Um, but why don't you give our listeners your information once again, the, that website information, and your phone number in case they want to give you a call. Yeah, Tony. The um, Our website, our main company website is thelindgroup.com. You can find our radio website for all of our recorded radio shows that we do here at financiallytunedradio.com. And our local office phone number is 805-500-7035. We're very conveniently located right off of the freeway exits on Victoria, right across from the government center. So hard to miss us. That's excellent. Well, we have to take a quick commercial break, but we're going to be back with more from Michael Mansfield on Financially Tuned after this. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. The Wealth Puzzle of Fiduciary Guides to Proper Retirement Planning by Michael J. Mansfield from The Lynn Group. If you're like most of our clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease the financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. That is exactly why Michael decided to author his very own book. The Wealth Puzzle, a fiduciary's guide to proper retirement planning, will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 805-500-7035 or visit thelindgroup.com to receive your copy today. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And as always, the man of the hour, well, in this case, maybe the half hour, is Michael Mansfield. Now, Michael, uh, that was a great first segment. I, I learned a lot. Uh, I learned that you probably shouldn't put monster truck tires on a smart car. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I love that mental image. Or even funnier, maybe your tiny little tires from a smart car on trying to put those on a monster truck. Um, but that was a great analogy. Now, uh, once people have identified what their income needs will be in retirement as the first step, what's the second step in this process of creating a retirement income plan? Yeah, well, well really the next step is now creating an inventory of where all your income sources are. So what are the most obvious income sources that we have? Well, certainly there's social security. And as I've mentioned in the past, and everybody's heard me say this before, I feel social security is the cornerstone of any income retirement plan. This is the first thing that we have to organize because to me, it's one of the most important decisions because we're not talking about just money. We're talking about 
money that comes with a government guarantee. This is a paycheck that rolls in every single month. It is money that you do not have to pull out of your own personal nest egg. And there's so many planning strategies. Certainly if you're married or have ex-spouses, there's a lot of things that we can take advantage of. So first and foremost is organizing social security and seeing how that's gonna fit into the picture relative to when you wanna retire. See, if you don't wanna retire till you're 70, that's very easy because we're triggering social security and doing all these things along the way. But if you wanna retire at 58, well, there's some gaps there because retiring at 58 means you, you have to wait a number of years before you're even eligible for social security. So we have to map out these things and see where the pitfalls may be. And plus, uh, Michael, I know that you uh, have a process to ma help people maximize their social security benefits. A lot of folks out there, and I say this because if our listeners haven't filed yet, uh, they should probably talk to you first and have a social security maximization report run because you can get more out of their benefits. There are so many different strategies to maximize how much you get out of Social Security. Uh, that's critical, isn't it? Correct. And really probably the first step for everybody that's listening is to come to our workshop. In one hour, I do all Social Security education. Our next one is October 27th and 29th at the Ventura Adult Education Center in Ventura. Um, but what we do there is we go through all of the planning options with Social Security as well as we can in an hour. And I introduce you to my maximization analysis and how I, what my approach is to help you decide what maybe the best scenario is for filing Social Security. So I would encourage anybody that's considering Social Security planning to call our office 805-500-7035 and you can get signed up for next month's or this coming up uh, Social Security workshop. Once we've figured out Social Security, though, then we have to start looking at our other income planning sources, Tony. Obviously, the next step is pensions. You know, if we're one of these lucky people in the world to have a big pension, that's nice. Once again, it's a nice cash flow. But the question is, how to, what relationship does it have with our Social Security? Some pensions actually reduce our Social Security benefits and in a funny way penalize us for taking Social Security benefits. Mm -hmm. So these are the things that we have to start figuring out. Interesting. Well, now what happens once somebody's maximized their Social Security and figured out how much money each month they're going to be getting from that? Uh, then what do you look at? Well, like I said, we would then build on top of the pensions, and now we have two numbers. We have our Social Security checks. We have our pension checks. Mm -hmm. We back this into our expenses and see where we're at. So, for example, if between a pension and a Social Security we're getting $50,000 and our expenses show us that we're spending $70,000, well, we have a gap there. And so now that we're starting to identify the problems, we have to go to the next layer. The next layer for most people is now their savings, their 401ks, their IRAs, their investments. How much money do we need to pull out of our investments to fill that income gap? If we need $20,000 a year, see, we're starting to create a case. We're creating the argument for the types of investments that we need. Instead of just selling you an investment, we're showing you why you might need a certain type of investment because needing an investment for income is very different than needing an investment for growth. And so these are the things that we start playing with. Well, sure. And I think that makes perfect sense. And uh, I love how you brought up the income gap there, uh, the infamous income gap. We all face it. We're all going to have to deal with it. And you mentioned pensions. Of course, a lot of folks out there aren't going to have a pension. They're going to end up with a lump sum in a 401k. 
right. uh, because, you know, less than 3% of the companies now even offer any type of pension. Uh, so m- the majority of workers out there are probably going to end up with a 401k, 403b, some type of IRA for their retirement savings. Uh, and and then you have to, I, I was going to stop you there because you brought up a great point about uh, you're not creating um, income for growth. You're creating, in, you're, or you're not creating a savings for growth. You're creating uh, you need to create f- to create an income is what you need to do. Exactly. You've got to take that lump sum and turn it into a monthly disbursement somehow and, and then make sure it's going to last. Right. Right. And that's that's a lot of the problems that you see with people. See, I have a lot of people that walk in in their 60s and 70s and even 80s that are still very aggressive in the stock market, 70, 80, 90 percent of their money's in the stock market. And often I ask the question, why, why do you have so much money in the stock market? And to be fair, most people's answers revolve around the, I don't know, I've been in the stock market my whole life. I didn't, I didn't know what to change and when to change it. And that's the problem is a lot of planning or planners or stockbrokers or whatever you want to call them, they focus so much on people's accumulation phase in life, this ability to save and save and save and grow and defer, that when they finally retire and they get to the distribution phase where now they in fact need their money, mm-hmm. nothing changes. They don't rebalance, they don't reorganize, they don't reconsider what needs to happen in order to create income. You know, the last number of months, Tony, the stock market has, has been pretty troublesome for many people. It's really pulled back quite a bit. and. It's kind of interesting because, in a sense, since '09, people have forgotten once again that you can lose money in the stock market until recently. Yeah, it's been almost euphoric how much it's gone up. Obviously, since the Great Recession, and so as the market goes back down again, we we run into the same hurdles of income planning, and that is, if you have risky money, you have all your money in the stock market, and you finally in the distribution phase, and you want to take money out you end up doing what's called reverse dollar cost averaging. You're losing value in the stock market and you're pulling money out. It's double duty on your account. It's something that you can never really recover from when you finally need that monthly paycheck coming out of your investments. So it's a big no-no to play income out of that at-risk money. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not good. I, and in fact, um, you know, you're talking about money at risk versus safe money where maybe your principal's guaranteed. But the problem nowadays is you want to make something on that money, but safe money, it's hard to find a safe money option where you can still make uh, some interest on your money, right? No, right. It's, it's hard to make money in, in fixed income asset sources. The problem, though, goes back to people's wiring. See, sometimes it's not as important to make money as it is to not lose money. And so when you get to a retirement age, when you actually need this money for income, the whole reason you saved it your whole life was to create this income. And so a lot of times when you have 40 or 50 years of habits of saving, it's very difficult to change the way you think. But when you get to this point with your income money, you need it safe, you need it secure, you don't need to be losing it in the stock market. And in order to do that, you're going to give up some type of returns. But to be fair, not losing the money and not reverse dollar cost averaging will do you more favors with your income buckets than trying to grow it at some type of substantial rate. Hey, you know what? We got to take a quick commercial break here, Michael. Is there anything you'd like to add before we do? 
No, I'd just like to say once again that the things that we're talking about are so important. Creating an expense worksheet, organizing your income sources, maximizing social security, pension sources, figuring out what that income gap is, and then drilling down into your assets of what you need. These are things that we do all day long. These are the ways that we help the clients and people that we work with. If you call our office, 805-500-7035, you can set up a complimentary consultation with myself through our office, and I'll be more than happy to give you some guidance on all of this. Oh, I think that sounds great. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to finish up our discussion with Michael Mansfield on Financially Tuned after this. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At The Lynn Group, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them. Primarily, Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It is not simply a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please call our office today at 805-500-7035 or visit us at financiallytunedradio.com. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And Michael Mansfield is here. Michael, you've been uh, sharing a lot of information with us today on creating that retirement income plan, how you do that. And you've went over the first few steps. So what's next in the process? Well, just to kind of reiterate the point is step one is we're looking at our expenses in retirement so we know exactly or a ballpark perhaps of how much we need. Step two is identifying the income sources that we have to start getting the in those paychecks coming in, social security, pensions. Once we've identified what the income gap is relative to what we're spending versus what we have coming in, now we get to the point of using our assets, our savings in order to create that, that gap of our income. So now we start talking about the investments. So investments, I, I got a kick out of that CNBC article I mentioned earlier because the title of it at the very top said age-based investing. And to be fair, I don't hear that thrown around very much, but I say that all the time. I think all investing is completely age-based. The older that you get, the more things change. And so when we meet older people where things haven't changed, we know there's something fundamentally wrong with their financial retirement plan. So the older that you get, you need to be more conservative. That's a general rule. Everybody's heard it. But why? Well, why reason number one is certainly because you need your money now. The older that you get, the closer you are to needing your money, whether that's for a monthly paycheck to create income, whether that's to utilize it for long-term care. One way or another, life gets more expensive, expensive expenses are going up. And the older we get, the less ability we have to go out and earn and make money. Therefore, we need to rely on these assets. The second reason why the older you get, the more conservative you get is also the idea of legacy planning. The older we get, to be fair, the closer we are to leaving these assets to our children. And so if you're overly aggressive and you lose 20% of your money in the stock market the month before you die, do you think your children will love you 20% less, Tony? Well, no, I hope not. Right. But that's the problem is we want to do everything we can with these tools to endow ourselves with what we need and endow our families with what we desire. And so we become more conservative. We control our assets. We regulate our assets. One of the things that, that I've done, and actually, if you call me and would like a copy of my book, The Wealth Puzzle, 
Just in chapter one, we talk about some really basic concepts to help you have a better relationship with your money. One of the things that we do is we color categorize our money. And the, the two big categories that we use are red and green. And so we call all of our red money investments, we call it our hope money, our hope so money. And that's because anything that's red, we hope for two things. We hope our investments go up and we certainly hope our investments don't go down. So as you can manage, the red is the risk. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, variable annuities, alternative investments, things where you don't have any type of principal protection. At the same time, on the other side of the coin, we have green money. And we call that our no money. And we, I don't mean N-O, I mean K-N-O-W money. And what we mean by that is we know something. We know what it's going to do. We know if it'll go down, we know if it'll go up. Most green money assets have some type of principal protection. So talking about, for example, a bank account or a CD. Hey, you can't lose your money in a CD, and you also know what the rate of return is. So it's very green, it's very safe, it's very conservative. As we drill down more on green money assets, we look at things we do consider social security and pension green money assets. Those are stable, they're predictable, we know what we're going to get out of the investment vehicle. You also have certain types of bonds. Once again, you have annuities, fixed and indexed annuities. And so as we start looking at where we need income out of our investments, we start lumping our investments into either green or red money. Remember, if anybody takes anything out of today's show, you use green, safe, conservative investments for creating income. You use red, risky money, stocks, all those things for creating growth and an inflation hedge in retirement. If you properly balance out what you need in that manner, then you are going to be way more successful with your retirement income plans. I think that's great. And that's a great note to end today's show on. I mean, that's that it really does come down to that, Michael. And, and you make a great point there. That's, that's good information for our listeners out there. And I want to encourage our listeners to hook up with you because you are a wealth of knowledge. And that's why I love doing the show each week with you. You also do workshops and seminars, uh, purely educational for people in the community. And uh, you have a lot of great information on your website as well. And I just want our, our listeners to know about all that. So before we go, why don't you let them know how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, a number of ways, Tony. So anyone that's listening, you can certainly call our office, 805-500-7035. Our website's thelindgroup.com and our radio show website, uh, financiallytunedradio.com. Two great ways to get a hold of us. You can submit your information if you'd like us to give you a call to set up a consultation. There's ways on our websites to submit if you'd like more information about Social Security or those types of topics. And also because I've talked so much about the content of my book today, because in my book, The Wealth Puzzle, I really focus on what we're talking about. Budgets, income sources, cash flows, red and green money, hope so versus no so, all these things that will create a successful retirement plan. So if you give me a call, I'd be more than happy also this week to offer a complimentary copy of our book, The Wealth Puzzle. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035. 
or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 